Well, it's been almost a year. And you probably haven't been wondering, where'd that guy go? But if you have... And if you're also wondering... Why am I playing a synthesizer in addition to piano? If you're wondering any of those things, a lot has in fact changed in the 12, 13 months I've been away. I haven't actually been away. I've been right here working on several other things, some of which are coming into fruition, some of which I've put by the wayside, but that's how it goes in the creative process. There's a lot of improvising on the ledge in my life, trying things out that may or may not work. Like possibly this idea I had this morning to include some non-pianistic musical elements. I loaded up this synth patch. I wanted a mono lead. That's mono one voice. If I try to play two voices, two keys at the same time, only one will play. And this harkens back, of course, these are all software synths, meaning on the computer. I don't have a hardware synth. I have a keyboard controller. But this harkens back to the early days of synthesis, Moog, and so forth, where you only had one voice available. Why did I decide to do that? And why have I been away? I told you why I've been away. I've been doing other things. And I've also been struggling with what to do with this show, to be quite honest. It's called Improvisations on the Ledge, which implies it should be improvised, of course, and that there should be some danger to it. Although, of course, it's recorded, so I could always edit out the biggest fails which I generally do. But I also I had these kind of dueling ambitions with the show. One, on the one hand, it was meant to be improvised and fairly off the cuff. On the other hand, I felt like to keep a show going of that nature, or any nature to keep a show going, there needed to be some larger structural architecture that made it possible to keep building episodes rather than just like sitting down and doing this, which is what I'm doing now. So I came up with the idea of changing it to something else, putting on a different platform that is YouTube Live, doing a show called Themed, in which I would explore the idea of musical theme in a structured way, still with plenty of improvisation, but 
on YouTube, so with video. And I did a trial of that, and I just felt like there were too many elements for me to handle with video, audio, streaming all at the same time. To be honest, it was just too much because I'm doing this alone. If I had a film crew, if I had a director and all that, yeah, okay, so that's not happening. In the meantime, I kept thinking about, okay, maybe I really just need to employ some of those, integrate some of those ideas from the themed show into Improvisations for the Ledge. Have a semi-structured season in which I explore the idea of theme... just started playing My Funny Valentine and do it in different ways in each episode. Find things in the musical themes that tell stories about how music is made. Ultimately, the show has been about how we make music or how I make music. Who's we? I don't know. So...
Now, because uh, I started just randomly playing uh, My Funny Valentine, and I didn't really play it right, I was not really trying to play it right, but I ended up with this at in the B section. Da 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 da. What are the words there? Yeah, I can't remember. And so, talking about theme, that is part of the melody or theme that is my funny Valentine. But it can become. It's not the uh, main thing you think about when you think of My Funny Valentine, if you think of My Funny Valentine at all. It's just this interval of a major seventh, but that can become its own theme. So, my point is, as I have decided to explore the idea of theme throughout this season, the question, the main question about musical theme is, what is it, anyway? I mean, we normally think of a musical theme as something we could hum or whistle, if indeed anybody whistles anymore. I don't hear people whistling. I don't whistle. But what is a theme in musical terms? When we think of theme in a story, what is the theme of the story? What is it about? But if you're talking about music, particularly instrumental music, what is it about? You could say what a song is about. You could say what My Funny Valentine is about because of the words. And so we can describe what that story is. That's the theme. What's the theme in those words? But 
with instrumental music, how do we describe it? Well, we could say it's a series of notes, intervals... And you could hear within those, that melody, you can hear these little motifs. My funny valentine, sweet comic valentine. So it's just these three notes, right? You, which he does twice, Mr. Rogers. Not Mr. Rogers from the neighborhood, although he was a fine pianist, by the way. Richard Rogers. You make... So he does that twice. Then he takes off on it again. Same three notes. And then what does he do? Well, there's this sort of golden rule in music that if you do something twice or three times, you got to change it or else it sounds mechanical. So you make me... Smile. Smile! Then he comes down. With my heart with my heart that's the first part and then he goes on same thing as this up a third your looks are laughable unphotographable does that twice yet same thing goes up a fifth and then favorite work of art so on So we could describe that as theme, the little motifs within it. And then when he does it later, at the very end of the song, it goes all the way up the octave. Stay, little Valentine, stay. So we could describe that as theme, any of it, in a sense. But what does it even mean? In in musical terms, sans the lyrics, sans Lorenz, Larry Hart's words. It's hard to define what those notes mean. I mean, this is perhaps the unique power of music, that it can't be defined. It is in some ways the most powerful of human expressions and the least understandable. Maybe that's why, because it's the least understandable. In any case, The theme, therefore, can be anything. Any of those elements I just played. It could also be other things that you're not as consciously aware of, like sound or a bass line. That's from uh, Money. Money, 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 money from the OJs, I believe. So that in itself, if you know that song, you will, of course, connect to that as a thematic element. It, it's not. It's the words, again, and it's too early in the morning for me to sing that high, but I'm going to try it. Money, money, money. Nah. I'm doing it in a lower key. Right? So it's not just that melody in the words, it's the bass line. It could be a guitar lick, you know, as in. 
that song, which you all know. So the point of theme is in music, particularly instrumental music where there are no words, is that it can be any sonic event, including this. Now that sounds like the ending of something, right? Ending of a song. In and of itself, you wouldn't say, okay, that's that's a thematic element. No, it's not. Unless you do something with it, like... There I tried to unsuccessfully combine all three of those things. My Funny Valentine, the arpeggiated figure, and the bass line from Money, 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 Money. But what it, even if it was unsuccessful, and this is improvisations on the ledge, so you should expect that. It, it does highlight a point that the idea of theme, it can be many things, but... It's also highly fungible. One theme can meld into another. It's kind of a quantum reality where things aren't quite as they appear. They're always shifting. I'm introducing a number of new features in season three of Improvisations on the Ledge. And one of those is, well, making the show pay for itself. Plenty of time and money go into producing this podcast, including hosting and promotional fees. And even though IOTL is basically improvised performance art, each episode takes several hours to produce. So since I'm not planning on bringing in advertisers, I'm asking you, the listener, to contribute. You can do so by going to my coffee page. That's ko-fi.com slash petersaltzman. Coffee is somewhat like Patreon, but for my money, far more flexible and artist-friendly. I just set up a page there and we'll be adding several fun features in the coming months. In the meantime, if you'd like to help the production of this show, please go to that page, also linked in the show notes, and consider making a donation of any kind. Thanks. Now back to the show. So, in essence, the theme of improvisation on the ledge for this season is going to be theme and how themes evolve can change, how one theme can become another, and they multiply. And when all is said and done, you have a piece of music or an improvisation or a song or a symphony. Now, as I'm sitting here, I'm playing something that reminds me of what I started out with on the synth at the beginning. Now, there 
I didn't mean to do that, but you may recognize it as the My Funny Valentine opening. And once I saw that I did it or heard that I did it, I realized, okay, well, I might as well incorporate it. And the thing about theme in music and the way music evolves is that it has a kind of life of its own. Once you state some kind of musical element, it has a kind of volition. I don't know how I arrived at My Funny Valentine at that point, but probably through some subconscious memory connected to the very first thing I started doing at the beginning on the synth. Maybe it came through that, I don't know. But once it was there, it became, in essence, part of the theme of this show, the My Funny Valentine motif. And and then I made some decisions to demonstrate with the uh, arpeggiated figure. And then the money, money, money... I'm not, I'm, to be honest, I don't know if I'm playing that right. It doesn't matter, because I'm not trying to do a verbatim version of any of this stuff.
In the next episode, I'm going to explore the idea of memory and theme. I'm doing this in part because you may remember halfway through this episode or so, I started improvising on the opening synth theme as I remembered it. But it turns out, when I went back and listened while I was editing this episode, that I didn't remember it entirely correctly. And I suspected this even as I was doing that little improvisation. And it's something that I've thought about a lot, both as a composer and an improviser. How we remember things affects what we do next. And this is not just for me the composer improviser but for you the listener so i'm going to get into all that in the next episode see you then